What's good? What's poppin' everybody? It's your girl Rosie. And today, today is a beautiful day for a recording, which is why we're doing this. And I am here with the lovely voice of reason, aka Dora. Thank you everybody for tapping in with us. Season three, episode six. And we have a lovely guest today too. And you may not know who they are yet, but you absolutely will. Introducing one half of Taleni, the the group, we have Melodies here. What's Bobby? Oh, what's Bobby? I go by the name of Melodies, one half of a group called Taleni from San Francisco, California. Thank you all for having me. Thank you for coming. It's that's a long trip. That's a very long trip Dedicated to come Dedicated is what yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> and we, we know your story about, you know, how it was everything, the journey down here and just, you know, all the mishaps and everything. But you know what? That Those stories make for great, yep, great so. memories, mm-hmm. even though it probably didn't feel like a great memory to everybody else. <laughs> but it's okay. But we are, again, the Mile High Club. You can follow us on Instagram at official Mile High Club. And don't forget to follow our very special guest. Go ahead and drop your handles. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh at Maladies, M-A-L-E-D-I-I-E-S. And you can also follow our Taleni page. It's underscore T-A-L-E-N-I underscore on Instagram. Beautiful. And, and I'm YouTube gonna... as well and SoundCloud, Apple Music, all platforms. So check out our music on there as well. Oh, top, top, top. Oh. Sorry, I just, sorry. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and pass it on over back to the voice of reason. Um, we just want to remind everybody to make sure to catch up on all our past episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast. All our most listeners are on Spotify. Shout out to our dedicated Spotify yes. listeners. Um, so if you look at our YouTube views, don't compare those to our Spotify <laughs> listeners. Um, but yeah, do you guys have anything you want to let the audience know about your life currently? Any updates? I got sick. I'm sick again, back to back sick, but I'm coming off of this one, so I'm feeling a lot better. Or she's um, not contagious. I'm not, conta- I'm, not, I'm out of the contagious <laughs> stage, so we're all good. Trust. I just have a runny nose still. That's the only. That's but I feel like like that takes like eight years to get rid of. So, but I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm I'm getting there. What about you? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm just blessed to be here. You know, thankful for the opportunity. Uh, but other than that, you know, I've just been working, working on myself, music. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. I'm just trying to chase a dream, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have a lyric to get into with that. Yeah. Um, how's like the weather in San Francisco right now, though? Uh, currently, right now, I heard it's raining. Mm-hmm. Um, it was raining a lot before we left, um, but it wasn't raining when we when we actually left. So, oh, that's good. Um, Did you guys see any snow? We saw snow on the way here. That was my first time seeing snow ever. No, really? Yeah, I've never seen snow. So. Um, I mean, it was dark when we saw it, but you know, we got a glimpse of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, cool. <laughs> no, I know it. It snowed here and then hailed, so that like that was like the first time ever. Yeah, it, it, it snowed in the bay of, or that's what they said, but mm-hmm. um, the part of the bay where it snowed is like uh, not close to San Francisco. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Well, San Francisco, y'all just have not had. A great time with weather lately, and I, I apologize. California, we've just been going through it with this weather. <laughs> um, but yeah, just reminding you guys to check out our past episodes, and we will be heading off to our first music break. This is Feeling Like by Taleni and LT415. Yeah, that's my guy right oh, here. Oh, okay. Shout, Shout out, out to that. Um, do you have anything you want to say about this song? Anything specific? Uh, I wrote, we I started working on a song like a minute ago, like probably like a few years ago mm-hmm. and I was sitting on it for a long time and 
um, I had asked my brother to hop on the song, and he just kind of brought like a whole new life to the song. And then, you know, it turned out to be what it is right now. And originally it was something different, but the whole concept of the song is just kind of like I'm I'm picturing myself as if I already made it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why I kind of just saying, like, I'm feeling like the man because in, in my mindset in the song, like, you know, I'm already at where I want to be. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what the whole song is about. Yeah, I feel like I get that vibe from the song. I really like that song. Flame on! Welcome back, everybody, to the motherfucking Mile High Club. Ooh, ooh. And that was Feeling Like by Taleni and LT45. They're both in the building today. Yes, but this is <laughs> Flame Out with Rosie. Alrighty, everybody. So it's been a minute. It has been quite a minute since we've had an artist as a guest. So we're going to go ahead and do my favorite, favorite thing to do with artists. We're going to do a lyric breakdown. I actually forgot that we did have Uno on last week, but we only broke down two of his lyrics because he don't know how to talk correctly. So <laughs> we have someone who knows how to speak eloquently and with enunciation and pronunciation. So now I have more lyrics to talk about. <laughs> but um, to get into it, I wanted to talk about the song that just played, Feeling Like. So there was a lyric that you said. I Let me know if, the, if I got the lyric wrong, too, because... Sometimes I just be filling things yeah, in with my own head. Yeah. <laughs> so the lyric is, you can never fill their shoes. You ain't built for this. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. So I just wanted to know, was that just you talking shit? Or were you in the mindset of like, no, yeah, I'm a different breed. Like you, you can't do this. Like, I just know that you can't fill their shoes. But me, I definitely, I'm built for this. So that, I know the lyric before that, I'm I'm referring to, uh, I'm talking about my brothers that are like, I mean, I ain't gonna put their business out there, but you know, my brothers, they, you know, out there doing whatever they do. And, uh, that lyric that you're referring to is basically saying that, um, not everybody is built to what, what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody can be out there, like, um, how you say they they use like street life, you know, like saying like, like not everybody's built for that type of lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm referring to is like, it's okay to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, you don't have to always be like, on 10 at all times like you know you can always like be chill and all be yourself at all times and like that lyric is kind of just saying like you can't feel their shoes and what they're right. doing you know what okay I'm got you yeah, so, so you're talking about your brothers and what your yeah brothers i'm not referring to you. myself yeah, yeah, yeah okay okay that's cool okay so i will agree i agree it takes yeah. a lot to be a street warrior i will definitely play passenger princess to a street <laughs> warrior though so because <laughs> i have recently but anyways okay. <laughs> but anyways so definitely like shout out to your brothers definitely um would you say like what caught like it takes it doesn't take much to fall into you know a yeah. certain type of lifestyle right. you know so what kind of kept you from falling into that lifestyle too uh so I, I have a lot of siblings i have a lot of brothers and i'm the youngest in my family so growing up like I would say the age gap between me and my oldest brother is uh, about, like, 12 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, just seeing him, like, live his life, like, as I'm growing up, I just kind of feel like it was kind of, um, I just didn't see myself living like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, um, not saying that he's, like, he's, like, you know, a bad influence or nothing. It's just different. But, like, yeah, it just, as I was growing up, I was just like, I, I don't I don't see myself doing that. Like, I don't need to do all this other stuff that, you know, my family does. And I feel like, as I was growing up, um, I was always in the mindset of, like, I can't get peer pressure to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I've never felt like I've been peer pressure to do anything. Anything that I do is because I chose to do it. You know what okay. I'm saying? 
I wouldn't say like it wasn't hard. It wasn't um, hard for me to kind of stay away from that type of lifestyle. It's because, like you know, I chose to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I can see, I see myself doing better, not only for myself but just you know the people that who support me. You know, my family. Um, yeah. So for me, it wasn't hard for me to stay away from that type of lifestyle. That's good. I like that. I enjoy the motivation. Yeah. No, I really like that because I feel like. With, like, most rap and, like, hip-hop music, it's, like, people are, like, glamorizing that kind of lifestyle. And some people aren't even about that life, you know? And right. they're, they're yeah. talking about that. And kids are thinking, like, oh, I could do that. Especially, like, in the poly community. Like, you're just used to seeing that, like, growing up. But, like, it's cool that you're shining a light on. You're like, oh, I don't do that, but I'm still, you know, out here trying to support my family in a different way. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's the message that I try to put out within my music is, like, I like I come from a bad neighborhood, mm-hmm. but I won't let that change who I am. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, um, and being that I am, you know, someone is like, I don't want someone who's who grew up in like you know a similar neighborhood as me to grow up and be that type of person that they see. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So it's like there's always another option to mm-hmm. um, help your family out. You know, it's just it's not always a street life. Like a lot of people glorify the street life and. Like they, it's it's very cliche, but you only got two options: either you're dead or you're in jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so that's not the options that I wanted for myself. You know, mm-hmm. like I dream big, and like you know, that's what I'm trying to chase, and I'm trying to fulfill those goals. So, yeah, that's a good message to go out uh, to put out there. But speaking of you know coming from a bad neighborhood and just your upbringing, just being a little bit you know just different, you know, just yeah. different than what most people are used to or that they see. There's another lyric that you said in the in the song. Um, feeling trapped up in the hood like we can't I think it said like we can't feed them public housing looking down on us like fuck them we don't need them is that correct yep I can listen <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to know did you did you grow up in public housing yeah so uh, I currently stay we still stay in public housing okay cool um, that lyric it was kind of a reference like every time I go in there like every time we have a, a meeting with, with the people in the, in the, in the, the housing mm-hmm. like I don't feel comfortable at all being in there like oh, I, I feel like they kind of looking down on us you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and um, even when like we're just going in to pay rent, like I just feel like the vibes it just is it, it's, it's not welcoming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, it's just like I just I always think like man, I can't wait to get out of here. Like you mm-hmm. know, like I can't wait to just get up out of this place. Me, um, being the youngest, like you know, um, I want to be able to help my parents, especially my mom, like because my mom works like super hard to get us like whatever we need. So like my goal is to always just to get her out of that situation, you know what I'm saying? I just felt like they're always looking down on us, and my mindset is like, man, fuck it. Like, if if this is what I got to do to get us out of here, like, I'm going to do whatever I can to do it, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? No, I totally understand that. And then I wanted to know, like, I was going to ask, like, has the stigma behind public housing, like, people living in public housing or, you know, just either growing up or already currently being there, like, has that ever made you feel any type of way about yourself, like, as a person, individually? Um, it definitely just has me thinking like we aren't, I would just say, uh, like we aren't, um, born into a life where we are given everything that we want, but we're born into a life where we're blessed with what we have. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anything that I have or that I've been given is like, I'm always grateful. Um, so like growing up in public housing, like. I didn't care that we, we stayed here, like, because I'm happy that we were able to have a place to stay in the first place, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, um, I know I'm just grateful that we had a roof over 
our heads for like you know the past twenty plus years. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, so I, I never felt any type of way to just staying in there. Um, but you know, I, like I was saying, like my goal is to not stay there. You know? Oh yeah, I'm trying to get out of here. So yeah. Oh yeah, I I kind of like feel exactly the same way you do. More so in the with the idea of. We didn't grow like we grew up differently than, you know, for example, like the people that I work with currently, they're all like Beverly Hills people, you right. know? So like the the position that I'm in, I know the guy who is in the position I was um prior to me getting there. Mm-hmm. He was a Beverly Hills kid. Right. And he didn't take his work seriously. Like he didn't um he didn't come to work on time. Like it was very much a an option for him to show up at work whereas for me yeah yeah, he didn't need the job whereas for me i need this damn job so i have to show up every day and i have and like that kind of like got to me what like two days ago (laughs) (laughs) it got to me like two days ago that i was like these motherfuckers grew up different like they grew up so different from me the fact that like they don't need like you don't need to work yeah that's crazy to me you know i I feel that too because like uh i've had a couple jobs where privileged you know co-workers of mine they would just be like man like, i don't need this job like you know i could quit right now this and that and i was like shit i need this job uh-huh. like, i was like i want to quit but i can't like you yeah. know what i'm saying it's like i feel i feel how you feel but there's no plan b for me you know what i'm saying like you have another option like this is kind of what i got until i figure something out exactly you know, so. and that shit man i hate y'all <laughs> <laughs> we hate privileged people i hate privileged people <laughs> um but I wanted to hop into the chorus now, just the end part of the chorus. The the part where he said, instead of chasing pesos, maybe I should be chasing. Oh, maybe I should be chasing all of my dreams. I'd be putting on for the whole team. So I wanted to know, what is your ultimate dream? So my ultimate dream is to become an established artist, um, being able to perform my music, you know, in front of crowds and them being able to sing my song, you know. At first, when I started, like, I was always thinking about, like, oh, man, music can get, make me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking, like, if I genuinely love what I'm doing, like, the money will come, mm-hmm. you know? So I kind of got out of that mindset of just, like, oh, yeah, I need to chase the money. You know, I'm now more of, like, um, or what if I just chase what I want to become, you know, like, which is an artist that people appreciate that makes me good music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, music that people can relate to. So my ultimate goal is to become an established artist and, you know, being able to have music that, you know, people love. But also I want to take it a step further. And actually, I want to own my own record label. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's okay. what I want to be able to do. Bro. Look at you, Lucia's lying. <laughs> I want to um, have my own record label and basically put kids who are have the same um, story as mine. You know, like, you don't really have a lot of... Uh, you don't really have a team behind you. Like right. you're kind of just doing everything your own, and like, uh, people notice you, but they're not trying to give you the chance. Like that's yeah. what my end goal is too. You know, like to be in that position where I could put somebody on. Like, that's I, that to me is probably the most different mindset that I that I appreciate when I come across people, especially artists. Um, I know. I, this might sound like I'm talking shit. I am talking shit a little bit. But I, what I noticed a little bit about other people, I'm not going to name names or nothing, but just what I noticed, and especially in our community, is like people, when they get a little taste of success, they never want to like Max. help anybody out. Max. Oh, look, he, he agrees. So <laughs> yeah, nah, I, feel, I feel you 100%. Uh, I be talking about that all the time when like, my brother's back at home, and I'm just like, especially in our community, like it's so hard for them to show love to another person. Yep. Like I, I don't, I hate that shit. Like it's, um, 
it's just like, yeah, bro, like, you know you're good at what you do, but that doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else. You know what right. I'm saying? It's like, just because you get a taste of, you know, a success doesn't mean that you're too good to come, you know, come back and reach, you know, help somebody else. Yeah. So, um, even me, like, I haven't even had a taste of success, and, like, I'm always still willing to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was telling, um, I'll be telling my brothers, like, uh, at first when I started making music, like, people would hit me up, like, oh, like, bro, can you hop on a feature, this and that? And I'd just be thinking, like, I don't want to hop on your song, right? Oh, yeah, but then yeah. I started thinking, like, I'm becoming what I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, now every time somebody asks me for a feature, I'm like, fuck it, bro, I'll do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's kind of my side I kind of switched into, so. No, that's good. I, and, I feel what you're saying. No, oh yeah. Like I, I just feel like what the, it's just something that I noticed. Like, um, especially with a lot more established people. Not all of them, but just with people who are established within our community. I just noticed that when it comes to like lending out a helping hand, that hand is very much. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, you know. And I don't. I don't. I feel like that's a lot of the reason why a lot of our artists, because we have so much talent. Like Paulie's have, we have yeah, so much talent in our community. We have artists that people have never heard of. And if, you know, if we all just came together, like we, people talk about this all the time, you know, like, oh, Paulie's the first person to put a poly person down is another poly person. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, maybe stop. <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't do that. And like, actually like help out your fellow artists. And I, I just feel like everybody could come up off of this. Right. Um, but I also wanted to know, did you ever, feel like you've done a good job of following your dreams so far uh as i think so like i think like you know they always say like it's not about the end goals about the journey you know yeah it's it's about the journey but also that your end goal is what you want to get to you know what i'm saying (laughs) but for me i feel like whatever is happening like the way things are happening i feel like it's happening in that order for a specific reason you know what i'm saying um i always feel like the only thing that i kind of lack is like I sort of like uh, I have a bunch of music that I tend to not put out. You just sitting on it. Yeah, you one of those. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what always holds me back from like reaching the next step. Cause like I got so much shit that I was just like, people, my brothers always tell me like, "Bro, you should drop this, drop that," and I just be thinking like, I don't know if it's ready. Like mm-hmm. you know, I feel like every step that I do take is one step closer to my dream. Like I feel like the only way for me to step back is if I just don't do it at all. You know, so very true. How long did it take for you guys to drop a uh, feeling like? Oh, he made it seem like it's been a long time. <laughs> hey, all right, so, I, I, so I made the, I made a portion of the beat. So I produced the the track. I produced all my music mm-hmm. and I record at home. So I produced a portion of the beat. I want to say in like twenty, twenty maybe nineteen late nineteen. Um, and I had the hook of the song already recorded, and it's just been sitting in my files. Um, and then we recorded, I believe, in 2021, and then we just dropped it like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I would say it took a while, you know what I'm saying? Like a few years for sure. 2019, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's a great song. I'm so happy y'all dropped it though. I know. Thank you. Because <laughs> otherwise I couldn't talk about it. <laughs> but I also wanted to know um, was there ever anything outside of music? that you were good at, that you were like, hey, I'm actually like, I can do this. That, that you, like, before you even thought music was a thing, that you were just like, I think I'm going to do this. Uh, well, growing up, I didn't really have, like, a dream of doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I was growing up just playing video games, like, going yeah. to school, you know. <laughs> and at the time, like, you couldn't get paid for playing video games. So, you know, yeah. a lot of people stream on Twitch and all that stuff. So, Wait, How old are you? 24. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, 
how you say like yeah, I didn't really have a dream when I was like younger. Um, outside of music, I don't think like there's anything else that I would want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if, if there's no music, I would really just be playing video games and going to work. Okay, well, like, you yeah. know what? We're going to stick with music because <laughs> you're good at that. So stop. So we don't need nothing else. <laughs> but that are that's the lyrics that I wanted to talk about just because those lyrics mostly spoke. Like, this is this is a song that I really enjoyed and I really wanted to talk about and Appreciate get into. It. So those lyrics in general, those ones spoke to me the most, especially um, being able to expand upon those lyrics is what I wanted to do. And I really thank you for your insight and your answers and everything. And I did want to ask, do you have any other music coming out? Because this is, I think this is the only song you guys dropped so far this year, right? Yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah, I haven't dropped music for a while. Um, Boo! <laughs> I, just, I just had some some stuff I had to handle, but uh, I do have a lot of music uh, that I still haven't released, and I am I'm currently trying to work on an EP for uh, my brother. That's part of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you guys know the story about that, right? No. So please. yeah, I, I, so basically. It's me and my brother. Uh, we started a group called Talani. Um, but he's, you know, he's currently not here with us. You know, he's he's, he's home now. Yeah. So uh, we started off this group together because we had the same dream. He's not my brother by blood, but, you know, he's my brother. So uh, we had the same dream, and music is kind of what got us connected. And uh, uh, once we got connected to music, it just became more than just music. Yeah. So basically... Before our name was Tylenny, we were going to call ourselves Reminisce. You know, we were just okay. throwing a bunch of names out there, and uh, we were just like, oh, we should call ourselves Reminisce. And then we kind of just, like, introduced ourselves as Reminisce, and we're just like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, no. <laughs> doesn't click. So, Love the name change. Um, the reason we came up with Tylenny is because we both play a bunch of instruments, like, you know, piano, guitar, like a bunch of stuff, and we both um, sing. So we were just like, the perfect name for us is to call ourselves Talent. But we just do our, you know, our Samoan flavor on there and just call it Tylenny. So um, that's how we got our name. And uh, I would say he's kind of the main reason why I'm continuing the dream. Mm-hmm. Because even though we both shared the same dream, he was like the main one that was pushing us out there. Like, right. like uh, he was always out there and he was he's younger than me. So like every time we had a song coming out, he's always hitting people up on Instagram. I'm like, bro, go listen to our song. And like I'm in group chats with random people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And it's like a bunch of them. And he's just like, yeah, bro, I just, you know, told everybody to listen to our song. So he was kind of like, you know, our main promoter. And then when we lost him, like, I just felt like, nah, I got to kind of take that role. Because I was like, nobody else is going to do that for us. Mm-hmm. So um, I was telling myself, like, if he was still here, like, I'd be making totally different music. Um, and, like, losing him kind of just gave me that extra push. Like, okay, now I got to get my shit together. Like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, every time I refer to myself, like, when I go to, like, or um, when people ask me, I just be like, you know, I'm one half of a group called Tylenny because even though I do have my own stage name, like, we, I, I always remember that Tylenny is a group thing. Like, it's me and him. We started yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So if I was to be, like, signed to a label or anything, like, I'm going to tell them, like, you know, it's not just me coming. Like, it's me and my brother. We're coming as one. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my goal is just to keep his name alive always through the music and... You know, hopefully we reach the end goal. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know. I love that story. That's probably the best story we've gotten on this show. For real. I was like, damn, I want to go to bed now (laughs) and just think about my life a little bit. That was that was very heartfelt. And I I I love that. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for being vulnerable with that. Um, Damn. I I don't. Okay. well, we're going to go to break now, y'all. Like. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, this is going to. I'm actually let you introduce the song. This is every 25th. So if you want to just go ahead and let the people know a little bit about that song, wow. and yeah. So every 25th, um, my brother actually passed away on his birthday. So which is March 25th, and uh, kind of just wrote the songs that every 25th of every month is we will celebrate his name. It's kind of just keep his name, you know, going on for as long as we can. So that's what the song is about. Just kind of celebrating his life and just talking about how great he was as a person, you know, and the impact that he had on us as a, as a whole. So yeah, this is every 25th by Thailand, you know, on all platforms go stream that. I jump off a plane, tugging on my chest for you. I like that shit right. We are back, everybody. I don't know if I should have been as high-pitched and excited <laughs> after listening to every 25th, but <laughs> you are still here, tuned in with the Mile High Club. How y'all doing? Ew. Um, This is not an intro, but don't forget <laughs> to follow us on Instagram, at official Mile High Club, like I always say. And don't forget to follow us and our very special guest. Go ahead and drop your handles one more time. Yeah, well, follow me on Instagram, uh, M-A-L-E-D-I-I-E-S, and also follow us on uh, our Talony page, underscore. T A L E N I underscore. Y'all better and on YouTube, Apple Music, all platforms, all that. Hell yeah, y'all better motherfucking follow all that shit. <laughs> and we're gonna be jumping into zero in with Dora. Okay, for zero in, if you're not familiar, usually I'm the serious segment, but last segment was serious, but I'm still serious, <laughs> the serious one on this <laughs> in this group. But um, just want to like dive deep and like specifically like your path in music and stuff like that. So. Um, my first question is, which you kind of told us off air, but what is your favorite song you've written so far? So yeah, I, I would say my favorite song that I've written is Every 25th and um, Next Life, uh, which I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. heard that one yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say those two are the ones that kind of hit home for me. I would say the those are my favorite songs that I've written because like, I literally wrote those songs like nonstop. Like, when, I'm writing, uh, when I was writing those songs, like... Um, I just couldn't stop writing because everything was just kind of flowing, you know what I'm saying? And then I felt like it was flowing because it was kind of just an emotion that was kind of, I was feeling. It was everything that was built up and I just kind of let it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say those those two songs are probably my favorite um, that I've written. Yeah, it came like naturally. Yeah. You had to get the message out there. I feel like I really do like those songs. Um, I want to know what inspires you to make music. I feel like you did kind of touch on this, but maybe you had... From the very beginning, basically. Uh, well, when I first started, I was just playing a bunch of instruments. I think the first instrument I learned how to play was either the ukulele or the piano. Mm-hmm. And sounds, sounds about right. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, um, I would just mess around like in my living room, just playing like a bunch of random stuff. And um, when I got to high school, I was a part of this program, and they had this elective. Uh, it was a beat making class. And uh, I had already knew how to play the piano, you know. The teacher kind of noticed that, and he kind of took me under his wing. He was like, oh, he's, this kid is the only one that knows kind of what he's doing on, on the keyboard. <laughs> so he kind of took me under his wing and just showed me how to use the program to make beats. Um, so I spent, I think, the next three and a half years um, in that program just learning how to make beats, but he ended up leaving. So when he left... Uh, his departing gift to me was he gifted me with a with a laptop and with the beat making program on there. Oh. And he just had a bunch of sounds and he was just like, you know, like, I want you to kind of continue doing what you're doing. So I was kind of doing that for a while, just making beats at home. And then that's when I had met my brother. 
and I was kind of already doing my thing with music, but it wasn't anything. Um, it wasn't like nothing official. I was just kind of just doing it for fun. And then when I met him, he kind of had the the drive to kind of make the music. So seeing that he wanted to do it kind of just pushed me like, oh yeah, I could if he could do it, I could do it. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So my my initial um, thing with music is I just I was just gonna be a producer. Like, I was just gonna make beats for other artists. And as I got better on making beats, I was just like, I think I want to hop on this. Like yeah. you know, I was just I think I want to see how I sound on it. So, shout out to my mom because she literally bought me everything that I needed to make. Shout make out to beats. mom. So, no, like, we literally went to Guitar Center and she bought everything one day. And it was just like, damn. damn. I was just like. What's that support like? Then, <laughs> like, I always tell myself, like, damn. At the time, I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Mm-hmm. And, like, she bought me one of the most expensive mics in the in the damn store. And, like, I didn't know what I was doing with that shit. And I I think I broke it or lost it or something. Oh but God. it's gone. Like, <laughs> But uh, I was just like, you know, now I, when I do get some expensive equipment, now, now obviously I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. with it, you know. But um, I would say, uh, yeah, like I met my brother. He kind of just helped me, pushed me to continue, like, making beats. And he wanted to hop on songs as well. And uh, for a while, we were just kind of just recording. I, didn't really, I still didn't know what I was doing. And um, I would say we didn't start taking it seriously until... I would say when I got out of high school, kind of started taking it more seriously. Uh, we were just, you know, you guys remember, like, mixing and mastering. So, like, I was um, trying my hardest to learn how to mix songs. When my brother passed away, that's when I kind of felt like, all right, now I need to start getting my stuff mixed properly and mastered. Mm-hmm. So, because I didn't, I didn't want um, my music to or like our music to be out there and it didn't sound good like yeah like i didn't want it to represent him knowing like oh this shit sounds terrible like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i would say that's the journey like you know started from just playing instruments and then someone teaching me taking me under the wing to make beats and then kind of doing it on my own and then i meet my brother and he just kind of pushed me and then you know losing him and then that just kind of gave me an extra you know an extra push to keep it going and so that's what yeah that's where i am now shout out to your t-shirt yeah, shout out to the Mark. Mark. That's his name. Mark. Mark? Yeah. Shout out to Teacher Mark. And shout out to your mom. Shout Supporting out to your mom. mom. Shout out to my mom. I'm so sorry he lost that mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will pay you back. <laughs> um, my next question is, well, you kind of already touched on it, but I want to know, like, what's your process of writing a song? I mean, you already told us, but you create your own beats. So, like, basically, you create your own beats and mix and master it yourself. If you can just clarify all that. So, and lyrics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm at home. I have my own little studio set up at my house. Like, I start off making a beat. Um, if I really like the beat, I'll literally start writing, like, right then and there. Mm-hmm. But if the beat's kind of like, eh, like, kind of dragging, I'll just, like, I right, scratch this. I'll just move on to the next one. Like, I would say, um, if I'm really into the beat, like, I could probably write a hook in a verse probably within, like, an hour, maybe two hours. Like, I don't know if that's fast or not, but that's just me, you know? I know someone like that, too. So, um, I would literally be on a game with my brothers. Like, I'll be, I'll have the headset. <laughs> I'll literally have the headset. Yeah. And uh, I'll be making a beat. And I was like, bro, what y'all think of this? Like, and then, you know, they'd be like, oh, let me hear it. And, you know, they'll give their input on, like, what they think. Um, and, you know, I'll just do it like that. Like, I'll kind of just make changes. Like, and then I'll just kind of write my lyrics. 
rap it over the game, and then the you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what game is it exactly? Oh, uh, you know, we just be on a PlayStation party. Like, uh, I'm not. We're, I'm, I'm not actually playing that. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm yeah, over yeah. here thinking. We just kind of like being a party, and I like, I just kind of just, um, I feel like when I have uh, like support like around, you yeah. know, I just like okay, like let me see what they think of this because it'll kind of just give me that um that little spark that I need to kind of like change whatever I need to be, you know, whatever mm-hmm. needs to change. So um I would say like I usually finish writing the song before the beat's even done. Like I'll just re- write the song, record the beat and then let me record my vocals and then go back and fix the beat like whatever I feel like kind of needs to will make it sound better. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of the most of the mixing myself uh, and then I kind of get it I send it off to somebody to master it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of lately, I've been trying to get out of my room because I feel like there's more opportunity inside of someone else's studio. So, like, if I was to go to pay for studio time, I feel like you never know who's going to be there, you know? Oh, yeah. So um, I feel like that's what I'm trying to do is just trying to get studio time and with uh, professional engineers and, you know, get their feedback and what I can improve on. But, yeah, that's that's kind of how the whole process goes. Pretty much. You stepped into the right house. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> you do it all from the very beginning, but yeah. you said like mostly mastering. You send it off, right? Yeah, that I, I like mastering is still kind of tough for me because uh, I don't fully understand it all the way. Like I understand it, like bits of it, but there's like so much that comes with mixing and mastering. Like it's like a it's like a science. Like you know, mm-hmm. like people really get into that, and like it's cool. I want to learn that for sure, but you know. It's hard to do that when you're when you're doing everything. You know? Oh yeah. Like, yeah, you're making the beat, you're recording yourself, then you got to mix it. And matters like it's so much going on, and I feel like that's what kind of sets me apart from a lot of other artists. Absolutely, because I do all that shit on my own. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like not to knock anybody that you know that kind of just goes to the studio, but, uh, studio, but like I kind of feel like for me, it, it just it shows that I'm putting in so much effort into my songs, like even just one song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know it's 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 what I want to do. So it's you know if I'm willing to to work for it, like you know I'm gonna learn it. You know, can yeah. I tell you something? Yeah. So what you just described, you know, you knowing how to do um, engineering, like beat making, mix, like learning eventually mixing and mastering together, all of that stuff, like. Sammy J talked about oh, that yeah. on our show um, oh, yeah. and he was telling us like you have to learn these jobs these like everything that you're learning right now that's something that you need to know because if you are going within uh, with a record label they're going to bring people in and then that's your money being spent somewhere else right so you need to learn how to do all of these things like whether it's marketing or whatever like to promote yourself and just Take on being an individual artist. That way, you never lose your money. Right. So you're do you're already on the right path. Yeah, like I, you're doing great. I always um, I always tell myself like that is definitely a money saver knowing how to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just takes so much time. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much time. But I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know what I'm saying? Like just knowing that if when I put out a song, like that's all me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? No one else had a hand on that. You know, so that's I would say that's like a good thing knowing. That I'm able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy J would be proud. <laughs> I also can I ask one more question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know when you hear a beat for the first time, how do you differentiate the the vibe that the beat is gonna be? Like or the song itself. Like how do you tell it's gonna be a love song or a sad song or I'm gonna talk my shit song or like a oh I'm gonna just 
make this like a deep song you know like how do you how do you do that um i think it depends on the sound of like what's being played like a chord so like and uh, what chords are being played so like they're using a piano and like i don't know if you guys know the difference between like a major and a minor chord i just know one's major and one's minor so, <laughs> my, i would say minor chords are usually more um they're like more of a darker feel and then major chords are kind of like a happier feel okay so like if he was to play a minor chord, like, I couldn't tell like, it's a minor chord, but like I could hear like, oh, this sounds sad, like yeah. it sounds dark. Oh, okay. So, um, when I'm playing it, like I don't have the intention to make, like when I'm playing and making a beat, I don't have an intention of, oh, this is gonna be this type of song. Like I just kind of make the beat, and then when I'm hearing it, I'm just like, I kind of just kind of mumble um, how I'm gonna flow on the beat, and then. Um, if I can't figure it out, I usually just ask, like, bro, how does this make you feel? Like, the beat. Like, how does oh, this make okay. you feel? And, like, uh, you know, whatever they give me, I just kind of go off how what they're saying. So, um, usually I try to make my songs um, from my perspective. Like, I can't really speak on anybody else. Um, but that's what I'm definitely trying to do is put myself in someone else's shoes and write on their perspective. Right. Um, I just think it's more, it's like another way of being creative. But, yeah, I... That's kind of really it. Like, it really, the the beat kind of has to give me a certain feeling for me to write off that. So, yeah. I feel that. She has more of the questions because she be around the artist yeah. more <laughs> than me. Because um, when people say mixing and mastering, I know you're doing something with the music, but I don't know exactly what's going on. I just know it makes it sound better. Um, but my next question is, I want to know who are your like top three artists, and would you say like those specific artists have an influence like on your sound and music and beats? Like, like all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was my favorite artist of all time is J Cole. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I I, I like J Cole because he's he, like he's real and everything mm-hmm. he says. Um, when I tell people my favorite artist is J Cole, they're just like, oh, you don't really make music like him. It's like my music doesn't mimic him. It's more of the um, how do you say his grind for the music? Yeah. Like that's what I like to make because, like, I watch all his documentaries and like all of like what he does, and it's like, like this guy's fucking genius. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so I would say, have you heard of Larissa? Yeah, he, he just you know he just started popping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's well, dope too. Like he's um, my brother was telling me like, he was just saying like, man, you see Larissa? Like he he was um. He wasn't really known, but he was like so consistent on his content. Like he was just posting a bunch of his content, and like eventually people started noticing. Mm-hmm. So, but his his is more different. Like he like has a bunch of content to post. Like oh he, no, yeah, I was like I was I was only like I only like, brought him up because of the grind. Like the, yeah, like, yeah, 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 I was like the grind is like <laughs> yeah, he for sure major. Go get that bag, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I would say J Cole is my top artist. Um, I don't really like have other than J Cole. Like I don't really have like a favorite artist, but I do listen to like a lot of like Tupac. Um, I J- listen to a lot of um, I listen to a lot of like the poly artists that are coming up right now, like Stone Deuce and all them. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to a lot of their shit because um, I think they're dope. To be yeah. honest, like I think like with the right team and the right marketing, like like they're bound to blow up. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah. That's the hard part about being poly, though. Yeah. We never have the right team <laughs> for, like, a lot of certain things. Like, especially the marketing part. Please get it together, poly yeah. people. <laughs> like, even me. Like, I don't have a team behind me. Like, literally, I'm just, it's just me. Like, I don't have no management or nothing. Like, everything that I do is I kind of got to 
strategize it on my own. Oh, yeah. Yeah, learning it, like, one day at a time and stuff. Yeah. It is hard to put yourself out there and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But that hustle, that hustle is going to save you. I'm I'm open. I'm open. (laughs) (laughs) So, no top three artists, but J. Cole's number one. For sure. Always. Always. (laughs) Got it. Which is fitting for this podcast (laughs) for Mm -hmm. one of us. Oh, I love J. Cole. Yeah, she love doesn't it. listen to J. Cole. I don't listen. Not that I don't like him. <laughs> I just don't listen, listen to him. So who's, who's your favorite? My favorite artist of all yeah. time. Uh, I don't top. top artist right now. Honestly, couldn't tell you really. Uh, I would say probably. I legit cannot tell you. Like I've been listening to like random people. She's all over you know, the place. Uh, yeah, like all I'm in like artists. in my yeah all types of music yeah. all artists. But like I'm like since I'm in my sad girl era right now, like I've been listening to a lot of Joji. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I ain't gonna lie to you. See? <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep it real. Sad guy artist. <laughs> sad artist. He's a sad artist. If you're ever sad, you can listen to him. <laughs> but yeah, I really feel I well, I can see where you're talking about for j cole and like the hustle and like yeah. everything that he puts out it's like super inspirational yeah, exactly. I love yeah. um and then one question i always ask specifically in my segment is what is like one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever received i don't know to be honest like have you I received can't, i can't pinpoint anything specific mm-hmm. i've definitely received i've received advice but okay good is I don't there's like nothing that stands out to me. So it's either the advice was kind of mediocre or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, or have you ever been told something that just stuck with you? Yeah, was there like a quote or something? Like some people say like a quote or something. Uh, a lot of people always tell me like they always kind of tell me like oh but you're up next like you're, you're next your time is coming, and I I would say like that's always something that kind of like sticks with me because I tell myself that you know mm-hmm. I'm like oh but like I'm up next my time is coming. But then I always kind of contradict myself, like, when is that time? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I would say that's kind of the only thing. Like, people always tell me, like, bro, you're next. Like, you know, your time is coming. And, you know, I guess I just got to wait on it, you know? Yeah, that saying, like, you're up next kind of motivates you and stuff yeah, exactly. like that. Cause that it be just, advice. it just kind of, like, coming from them is, like, they kind of know, like, like, uh, like they give me the feeling like they like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So when I hear them say that, it's like, okay, like I got one person on my side. You know? Right. Yeah. So. That's what you need. At least one. Yeah. yeah just at one least. listener <laughs> makes a difference. Right. Yeah. But no, that's like good motivation to have and to end off on for a zero in. Um, with that being said, we will recap today's episode while we close it out. Um, Rosie, if you can recap Flame Out. Um, so with Flame Out, we talked about feeling like, because I was feeling like talking about that song. <laughs> but um, <tsh>. but <laughs> thank you for breaking down the lyrics for that. I did want to ask one more time. Um, is there anything else that you would like to promote? Anything you're doing or coming up with in these next few months or weeks or days or hours or minutes or seconds or no uh, seconds? I don't have or... anything currently <laughs> to promote just... I do have a lot of music coming up on, that I am working on. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, I would say a lot of my um, information that I do post about my music are just from my Instagram. So if you are interested, you know, be tuning into that. So. Be interested. <laughs> Go do it. And then we jumped into Zero In with Dora. And then Zero In, we just deep dived into basically like your whole process with music, um, your top artist and then like something that kind of motivates you um before we close off can you just list your handles one more time 
That way the people can find you and follow you and listen to all your stuff. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at M-A-L-E-D-I-I-E-S. And you can follow me also on uh, Instagram under the Talani page, underscore T-A-L-E-N-I, underscore. And you can find us on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, under Talani. So go stream that. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in with us. Season 3, Episode 6. We have arrived at our destination. See you guys next episode. Oops. You have now arrived at your destination. Thank you for choosing Flight 5280 with the Mile High Club. Club. Club.